0: Welcome back to another episode of the Rare Room Podcast. New week, new content, as always. I'm your boy AJ. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at AppleJacks942ks. Man, I hope everybody having a good week so far, man. Happy Hump Day. I hope it's going good so far, man. You halfway there, almost to the weekend, uh, man. I had a straight little pad this past weekend, man. Been pretty straight for me, man. Been. Chilling with my grandma. We uh, all got together. We threw my grandma's surprise birthday party, man. Uh, Her 65th birthday party. It was a blessing. I will say this, man. If your family ever tell you to put together a playlist of music for a party for old folks, this, this is what happened. My mama told me to put together an old folks playlist and throw... A little bit of new school in there, too. And I was like, hey right, fuck it. I got you. I can do that. So, I did that. And the whole party, these people were like, no. Throw on them, but so. I was like, look, y'all. The playlist set. I'm not touching shit no more. Y'all been working me like a slave all day doing shit. So, I was trying to enjoy the party, too. But, yeah, man. That was lit. Got to link up with the family and stuff, man. Oh, y'all. And I finally, I told y'all a couple of weeks ago, I finally got my book in, Hurricanes, After like three, four weeks messing around with Amazon, I just, man, I was so aggravated with it. But I finally got the book. I'm going to read it. I'm going to give you all some feedback. We will be on break next week. So, y'all know, just take a little skip week, man. Enjoy yourselves. just got to get some stuff together real quick. Uh, Mm -hmm. We're going to go ahead and hop into this music for y'all, dog. So, some new music had dropped over this past weekend. Uh, The first one I'm going to talk about is this Summer Walker album. It's called Over It. Man, Samba Walker did her thing with this album, bro. Like, I looked at, I think the uh, first song that she got on there, already got, like, 16 million plays, and that's just on Spotify. So, I, I like, that right there in itself, when I went to go just look at what, how her numbers were doing, like, I just had to listen to the album at that point, because I was, like, 16 million, my nigga, like, God damn. So, the album was good, man, and, like, every feature she got on there, like, she got some real... Like names that we heard, like on some in a while, man. Like, uh, first off, my two favorite songs on there is probably that playing games with Bryson Tiller and that I Like It with Black. Uh, both of them songs hidden, bro. Any song she got on there with a feature, like they got right. She even got one, uh, with Usher, man. She sampled that Usher song, bro. Look, man, the whole album straight. Uh, she got features from Usher, Party Next Door. Uh, a boogie with the hoodie, uh, Janine Aiko, yeah, Janine Aiko, man. Look, bro, this album, y'all should go peep it out. It's a great R&B soul album. Uh, you can definitely tell she put her all into it because the songs they pretty much, you know, relationship songs, man. She didn't got hurt, you know, she's just talking about her past relationship experiences and how she feel how she, she expressing her art, man, expressing that how she sees so fit. And, uh, it was the discussion that came up earlier this week, uh, that I had, so I think on, uh, Twitter, and it was like, is Summer Walker the new scissor? And in my head, I'm just seeing him like, wait a minute, what? Like, what, the new SZA? Like, scissors still does scissor, like, she, she, oh, she, they made the comparison, like, scissor was like, old. Oh, and I'm just saying here like, Man, if y'all don't shut up, bro. Just enjoy this music. Like, I'm wanting to compare somebody to somebody, but at the same time, bro, I compare like different tiers of people to different tiers. And like, SZA and her, they got the same content and stuff, and they pretty much on the same level, man. They just, you know, expressing themselves right now. Y'all start comparing them to and just enjoy their music. Uh, that's how I feel on that subject, also, man. I just gotta give a an appreciation to the sir, man. Like that hair down track that he dropped not too long ago, bro. Look, that I've been playing the hell out of that song. Like every time I get in the whip, I'ma put it on. Even if I don't get in the whip and I'm immediately put it on any playlist that I click on, like whether it be my Spotify, my SoundCloud, or just on my phone, man. If I put a playlist on that hair down, to play. Like it's just automatically on the playlist now, cause like all my shit just be. My, the AI on all this shit, just be learning my playlist. So, man, that's fire, up. So, the song hard. The song, it's a good song, man. If y'all ain't heard that Hair Down, sir, I have talked about it a long time ago, or a couple weeks ago. Y'all should definitely peep that song out, man. Shout out to that nigga, sir. And this is that album, the mixtape, that I told y'all about last week, man. That Money Man and Long Way tape called Long Money. Look. It's every bit as good as I thought it was going to be. Not going to lie, man. I mean, if you like that sound, like, for one, you got to like that trap sound. Because I know I got a lot of people listening to this podcast, man. Uh, You know, you like what you like. But it is a hip-hop podcast, so, you know, you know what to expect. But, man, the whole tape is straight. It's 20 songs. And, like... This tape, I think why I really like it the way I do is because it got that OG trap sound, man. Like, as soon as you hear it, it got that, that grand piano going all the way up and down the scales, bro. It real did sound like a Zaytoven tape. Like, it sound like Zaytoven. It sound like OG Gucci, man. Like, that OG Gucci sound, bro. Like, it's just fire. Like, if you like that kind of thing, I definitely recommend you listen to this song, this uh, this mixtape. tape. Uh, I will say Long Way, his vibe... Long Way vibe is different on collab songs and not just features, I mean like collab songs because you know this song. I mean the whole tape is with Long Way and Money Man. Any and Money Man got his own songs on there, Long Way got his own songs in there by itself. And they got uh, they got like one or two features, uh, and they got like you know, they collab songs on that bit, And when I tell you, man, the collab songs make Long Way just sound different bro his vibe different it's calmer like his flow is calmer man it ain't like his whole uh his other his other songs where he just be irrational and stuff bro but you know i like that i like that long way too it's just nice to see a different vibe a long way and you know it's straight bro long way mr blue benjamin he always gonna do his thing and i feel him for appreciate you dog, for that uh all in all these two people actually got a good little sound together, man. It's a great little duo sound. Uh I like their tape. Uh I will say they did uh they got a song on there, bro, featuring Dolph uh called Backstroke. Man, that be slide. That backstroke song that be hard. Boy, that be hard. Y'all need to listen to that one. Uh because Dolph on the I like Dolph, you know you've been kinda ducked off for real for real ever since that uh dumb and dumber tape. So, uh, shit, for real, for real, it was nice to hear a little Dolph verse. And a bit was straight. I don't know if I just ain't heard of a new Dolph verse in a minute. Or if the verse was actually just fine. Y'all gonna have to listen to Judge for yourself. cause you know, my opinion different from a bunch of other people, man. But I like the Dolph verse. it be hard. And Dolph was one of the few people that actually got featured on the tape other than Money Man and a little uh, and got there long way. So, shit, you gotta look at that, too. Moving on, the homie juice world man. Y'all know he dropped the album at the beginning of the year man. uh, That death race for love. And he supposedly that death race for love had went it was it went number one. And he supposedly gonna drop another album this year on his birthday on December 2nd. And for real, for real man, supposed to have features from Young Thug and everything on there. That's the only person I didn't heard that he's supposed to have features from and everything, uh, but I'm definitely looking forward to that, because Thug, you know, he been just working, bruh. Just working, working, working. Uh, but, if he, if this next album that he plan on putting out at the beginning of December, man, if it go up to number one, like, this man will have two number ones in a year, bruh, and like, I don't know that many people did, I know Justin Timberlake did it before, uh, two number one albums, Justin Timberlake did it before, Future did it, uh, so yeah, man, you know it's it's a little small, it's a little small, goddamn, small little depiction of people who did that shit before, and he might be one of them, bro, depending on how the tape, how, uh, how the album go. Um, uh, also, man, like something I found out, my homie, uh, my, my old roommate that I be talking to y'all about, Steven, Stephen McIntyre, bro. He sent me this link about corporate. Y'all know corporate. Uh the 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 best storyteller, man. He be telling all them stories and shit that be funny as hell. Uh, my homie Steven, man, he sent me a link, and it was that nigga corporate spent some bars, bro. He was spinning over Erica Badu's uh beat, didn't you know? And I was just sitting there like, man, this nigga ain't just funny. This nigga can really rap. So I look, man, if y'all, if y'all just want to hear something different real quick, it ain't that long. It's probably like a minute and a half, if that, but I definitely recommend y'all go type in corporate and see that little snippet of music that he got. I don't even know if he has more music. I just followed the link, but it's five. Y'all want that link? Hit me up. I'll definitely send it to you. No problem, but it's definitely good to see people like that, man. You know, they comedians and stuff. Just seeing them branch off and doing other stuff and just seeing what they can do in a nice round environment man cause he, he he normally do comedy but it's nice to see him do music and all that stuff and you know you never know what might come out of that name it might be acting next so uh speaking of people doing uh doing all kind of other stuff man uh shout out to that nigga Thug bro. uh I read somewhere this week that uh it was supposedly some big news I don't even understand how this was like controversial news they said that uh Lil Baby came out and admitted that little Baby, uh, that Young Thug gave him money to lead a hood and pursue a rap career. And a lot of people were like, Why the hell did he give you money to go rap? Like, you took a handout. And in my head, I was just like, Man, what are y'all talking about, bro? Like, people always want to be mad at some shit. I'm just like, Bro, that's how it's supposed to go, man. you supposed to be pulling people on. And Young Thug be doing that for the most part, bro. Cause Lil Baby didn't want to lead a hood, but Thug was like, uh, it said in the article, Thug was like, bruh, look, man. I'm going to give you some money. I'm going to pay you to go to the studio and just lay it down, bro. You ain't got nothing to worry about because you can actually rap. So, like, I'm going to pay you. You come to the studio, and we're going to do what it do. So, big ups, man. That's why we got little Baby out here right now, bro. if it we weren't for Thug. So, you know, that's how that go. And also one little thing in music, bro." I was on Instagram the other day after I came back from the movies, bro. I went on this little date, and then I'm headed back to the crib. I stopped at the gas station. I got on Instagram real quick, and I saw B.O.B. going on this crazy-ass rant, bro. That nigga B.O.B. must be going through some things, bro. He 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 called out all his fans. He was like, y'all ain't no fans, bro. Y'all don't be looking out for me, bro. This is the same B.O.B. that was signed, that was up there with Grand Hustle, like val, like T.I. Put, put his word on this, man. And for the most part, B.O.B. was straight. He's still a straight rapper, man. But he went a little crazy, you know, saying the earth flat and shit, bro. Anyway, he went on a crazy rant. He was like, y'all ain't no real fans. Y'all don't even fuck with my music like that. So I guess he ain't getting the spins that he want. He was calling all his fans coons and all that forget us, and I'm just sitting here like, nigga, that, nigga that don't mean you make me want to listen to your music no more, bruh, like, you got crazy for a little while, and we just been waiting on you to get back to what you used to be on, because this craziness that you doing right now ain't the music we trying to hear at all, so, yeah, man, If I don't know what's going on with that man, B.O.B., <laughs> I definitely keep, I, I keep y'all posted on that, I'll look into it, but that nigga B.O.B. must be going through some things right now, um, Listen to some of his old music, I guess, to help that man get his streams up. I don't know. B.O.B., I wish the best for you, brother. But, goddamn, you got to chill out calling people coons and shit, bro. People gonna meet you at your door. Uh, but that's it The music this week, y'all. So, a lot of stuff happened in music this week. I didn't expect all this stuff to happen. But, you know, how the week goes. And I was supposed to record yesterday, but... uh, Like I said, man, we dedicated this whole weekend to my grandma, man. We've been taking care of her... Giving her through her a surprise party, man, doing all kind of stuff. So it was a great weekend, good music, good fun, good friends, good family, and that's it for music, man. I don't know. I'm gonna start this first little, the first uh little topic off because it ain't really black popular culture, but it's pop culture, so, uh, this weekend, man, me, my nigga Tyler and Jake, bro, shit, we went to go see this Joker movie, bro, look, that Joker movie was a good movie, bro, it's a crazy movie, it is dark, like, anybody who are fans of, like, I'm pretty sure my boy Jake, he gonna talk about it on his podcast, man, uh, because, you know, he, he, his podcast is more oriented To like nerd talking movies and all that. You know what I'm saying? But we went to go see this movie. Anybody who is an avid DC fan or just a Joker or Batman fan know about the Joker. You know his backstories. You know his alternate backstories. You know his canon. You know what ain't. You know what's going on in the comics. This is by far my favorite Joker like backstory. This is my favorite one. Ain't. There's never been a, a live action Joker like beginning story, man. Like, it ain't been one yet. Mm-hmm. But there have been multiple, multiple, multiple stories about Joker's origin. You know what I'm saying? So it's good to see a live origin story about the Joker. And I love the way they did it. Like, this movie, I'm trying not to give y'all no spoilers, man. You know what I'm saying? The movie started off slow. It did start off slow. I take that back. It did not start off slow. It was a very informative start. Because if they did not explain some stuff about this nigga here, y'all will all be confused as hell. I'm telling you. But, man, that Joker movie, bro, it shows a lot of attention to mental illness. How mental illness can develop if not taken care of, if not treated. All the stuff that contributes to it. And what can happen. Shit, what can happen? What can fucking happen? Bro, look, man. That nigga joker crazy, bro. I'ma just put it like that. I love this movie. I put my stamp of approval on this movie. I definitely recommend you go see it. That's all I'ma give y'all without giving no spoilers. That That's the best I can do. I definitely recommend y'all probably listen to my boy Jake podcast, though, because he got y'all now. But moving on, man. Back to the pop culture. My nigga Gooop, bruh. That nigga still got beef with the Breakfast Club, dog. Uh and it was funny, bruh, cause I read it. I read I watched the old interview that he had on the Breakfast Club. And then I'll just see him right here. And then like a couple days later I got on Twitter and Gooop hadn't tweeted something about it, bruh. He was like, Oh, y'all banned me for this? And this is the this is the story that he was talking about, bruh. GooWalk got beef with the Breakfast Club because he said that he was banned after that 2016 interview after slamming Angela Yee uh, for claiming that she was on that nigga dick back in the day. And I don't know, bro. If y'all know Gucci, bro, y'all know Gucci gonna say what he feel. That's why that I'm trying not to laugh through there, bro, because the whole thing ain't funny. Because Gucci ain't got to lie. I don't know but Gucci. don't never be lying, bro. Anything, this the same Gucci who went to court and when the judge asked him if he was guilty, the nigga said, bitch, I might be. So, this, this same Gucci, y'all. <laughs> uh, he had said, Angela Yee, she said, he said that Yee was on his dick back in the day. Uh, he said, both of them said that they never smashed, they never had intercourse or nothing like that. But, Guwap was like, she wanted the dick back in the day. And even tried to come back to that nigga hotel room in New York. After an interview in 2010... Uh, and they had showed that clip, as a matter of fact, bruh. And, like, they were real-deal flirting on now. So, I'm just sitting back looking like, man, Angela Yee, this story ain't looking too good for you, dog. You sitting over here trying to claim you ain't never have it for Gucci like that, man. And that nigga Gucci pulled out receipts, bruh. He was like, man, the text messages, uh, they played the clip. And I'm just saying like, mm, Angela Yee, you, you might just want to shut up, bruh. <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, that whole thing was, bro. And Guo, he was just like... Like, the caption on the post to the interview that I saw on Instagram was just like, You mean to tell me they banned me for this? Hashtag true hurts. So, bro, I was just laughing. <laughs> I was laughing at the whole thing, bro. Because I really did read the, everything in Gucci's voice. So, I'm just like... I was just dumbfounded for a little while. So, that's a developing story. I don't know if they gonna... Continue this ongoing beef, what they got going on. But it's definitely fun to see Gucci doing some old Gucci shit. Uh, Oh, man, we got some good little shout outs this week, bro. Uh, shout out to Allison Felix uh, for overcoming the odds. This crazy sister here, bro. This, this icon, this woman right here, bro, has done the impossible for real. She was dropped by Nike, man. She was dropped by Nike as a client, as an endor- all of her endorsements and stuff due to her pregnancy, man, which is kind of fucked up from the jump. I mean, like, she a woman, but Nike, y'all cold for that. Like, any other fact, y'all cold for that, like, period. Y'all just going to drop her because she got pregnant. Y'all didn't know her plans after, like, after she had the baby. I don't know if she was going to continue to be an athlete, which y'all know she was for real because I mean once you are an athlete like that you in it for life like that's your passion but y'all cold for that fuck y'all Nike um anyway she came back postpartum and beat Usain Bolt's record man in the 4x400 mixed race relay so she came back after she had the baby postpartum and and had and like broke a record bro broke a world record and this lady is like decorated man like I think she's the most record uh decorated decorated athlete uh in the track in track and field right now bro. so i'm just sitting right here like man nike y'all took an l and y'all look bad in the media so i wouldn't be surprised if nike you know try to save some face and do some cool uh to try to look good in the public eye in the next month or two but you know that's just them but anyway shouts out to that sister man congratulations and also, this is just a good shout-out to the sisters, man, the black people. Because, like, the next the next few topics are just good for us. Um, for the first time in history, man, Miss USA, Miss America, and Miss Teen USA are black. Shouts-out to them sisters, man, Chelsea Christ, uh, Neil Franklin, and Kayla Garris. All of them, man, uh... First time in history, bro. We really witnessing history out here. Like, every other person, every other year, there may have been one or two uh, black people. Known most of the time, one winning these kind of pageants and stuff. But it's always been white people, bro. And white people really had the nerve to be mad. And I'm just sitting here like, why y'all mad, bro? Like, y'all really got it. We can't Like, y'all don't want us to have shit. So, I'm just sitting here like, alright, cool. Y'all got it, bro. But shouts out to them sisters. Y'all, like... Anybody who are mad at these sisters, bruh, for winning and being great in these pageants, man, y'all can go suck on a boot somewhere, bruh. Like, fuck y'all. Also, moving on, shout out to that man, Tyler Perry, bruh. Tyler Perry is now the official owner of his own studio. Tyler Perry Studios, man, opening open in Georgia. Like, it, this is just history, bruh. Like, we have witnessed, his, witnessed history, from all from us being little kids, man. For me being a little kid, I remember Tyler Perry, uh, because my mama and then my mama and my sisters and everybody, they always used to be watching the plays, and you know naturally I'm just like shit. I'm here, so I'm watching these plays, man. And I remember the plays when they were just on stage, you know, casting and acting, uh, like it was a stage play. And then years later, man, I grew up a little bit. Like we grew up with the levels of this man's success and then I remember his first movie and it's crazy bro to think that in 2019 that all the way from back then I'm talking like 2006 2004 to 2006 when he was just doing simply simple stage plays man just to eat like this homeless man has elevated elevated himself up to this level uh he pretty much built this man built this D studio this studio for his studio He built it because he said Hollywood ignored him, man. Like, uh, and you can't get mad at that. I mean, it kind of sounds like it's out of spite, which I wouldn't be mad if it is. Because, I mean, like he said, Hollywood ignored him, bro. they didn't take him serious. Uh, They wouldn't pay him no mind. So he made his own, bro, and he got it out of the mud. And he has really brought the people who helped him like with his success with him, like he done brought he done boosted everybody up, bro. Uh he recently got a Hollywood a Hollywood star on the Walk of Fame, man, and he dedicated his star to the underdog and all the actors who were normally get ignored. So I was just sitting you know, there like, man, appreciate you dog. Like he just we really witnessed history with this one, dog. Like it's crazy. Um everybody came to the opening to support and congratulate this man. Uh, Idris Elba, Oprah, Spike Lee, Beyonce, uh, Jay Z, Whoopi Goldberg, Halle Berry. everybody was up there, man. Uh, so we witness history. And the thing, the first ever black owned studio lot, is now one of the largest in the USA, bro. Like that's just crazy to look at. That's that's really crazy to look at. Like shit, ten years ago, hell, five years ago, bro, you couldn't even, you couldn't say, you could, you you couldn't imagine it, bro especially all these other people like uh all these other stars out there bro. the people that have been in the industry and like just couldn't make this a vision bruh like not because simply because they don't got the money uh they don't have the insight but this man pulled himself up by the bridges and he was like look we got to get it uh whoopi goldberg she was just happy bro. she was just like why did it take this long like I'm I'm so glad, bro. Like for real, for real. I'm I'm like happy for this man. Like why did it take so long? And why is he the first black man to do it? And she was so happy, bro. It was crazy. So congratulations to that brother, man. We really sitting out here witnessing history. And yeah, man. Salute to all my people, bro. Salute the black people all the way across the globe, across the world. We doing it big out here in 2019. Uh, that's it for Bob Coach, man. All right, man, we back with a new week. Goddamn, got a new story for y'all, bruh. Last week, if y'all listened to the story, I told y'all I got into my iCloud and I found a whole bunch of videos and shit about stuff from like 2016, 2015, 2014 and all this shit. And I found a video of the time we went to Tuskegee Homecoming, bruh, in 2016. And that's what I'm gonna tell y'all about today. The Tuskegee Homecoming 2016. So, bruh, we had decided that Normally, Tuskegee, you know, Tuskegee and Troy, like, they right there, man, like, they right there less than an hour away, and the chapter at KK Sound, man, my friend, at Troy used to pretty much be, like, the bridge chapter, man, between PWIs and HBCU chapters and shit, and so Tuskegee, bro, they right there, you know, shit, we cool with Tuskegee, bro, like, we right there, we a real deal type. So, we decide we're going to link up. We're going to go up there and see what they be talking about for their homecoming because it wasn't on the same day. Like, in the past years, bro. normally, Tuskegee homecoming and Troy homecoming be on the same day or some shit like that. Like, at least two or three years in a row before it's, like, different days. So, we was like, fuck it. We're going to go to their homecoming this year, man. So... That day, I, that, I don't know what I was on, but I was straight up like, I, I gave a speech before we left the house, my nigga. I was like, hey, look, today I'm enjoying myself. We get, we all getting lit fucked up. You grown. You grown, you grown, you grown. You need to know your tolerance. Really giving a pep talk, bro, because I straight up said, I ain't taking care of nobody. I'm going to throw you in the back seat of the car. And I will see you when we about to go back home. That's all I can do for you. So got that speech out the way, man. Got ready. We got all the green we needed, man. We put them bottles in the trunk, in the cooler. And goddamn, we rolled up and we got on the road, man. It's right there. We got on the road by the hour. And we pull up to Tuskegee, man. As soon as we pull up to Tuskegee, bro, we got to ride through the, we gotta ride through all the, you know, chaos, bro. It's tailgates, tents, and all kind of shit. And I mean, like, it ain't no new thing to me, bro. Because, you know, I'm from up here in Phoenix City, dog. We have tailgates and fairs and shit up here all the goddamn time. But this shit up here, bro, it was like a whole community. Like, everybody was just together on the same page. They here to enjoy themselves and shout out and show love for Mother Ski. And I was just sitting there like, bitch. And my homie Coop, bro, he kept cracking me up in the back because he was just like, they real deal out here like this. And that nigga real deal kept just saying, hey, Tuskegee, Coop was cracking me up the whole day. But uh, fast forward, get up there, we make our way through all this traffic and we go to the band room. We go we go straight to the band room, bro, because, you know, if you're a band person, you know home base is the band room. Park my car, man. We all get out. We get our cups and everything ready and all that. Boom, boom, boom. And we drinking and stuff. And we actually went to the game. We went through the campus to go through the game, bro. We didn't got so lit at this car. Like, just at the trunk from the little small 15, 20-minute pregame at the trunk. That we just saw. Fucking, nigga, we went and toured the damn campus and everything. Uh, Saw a bunch of people that I knew, apparently. uh, Because, like, my actual house. It's less than 30 minutes away from Tuskegee. Like, my actual house on Highway 80. So, uh, where well, I grew up at. So, man, we up there. We get into the gate and all that. Uh, we go to the game. You know, the game was straight. We got there like the third quarter. Everything was Gucci, bro. They was over there in the shed. They was lit. Uh, it was hot as hell, though, man. It was like hot cold, bro. Like the sun was beaming, but the weather outside was cold, so we were like, and it just ain't right, so at this point, we just know we drunk, we kind of drunk, you know what I'm saying, so we hobble our way on back out there, and we get back out there on this little uh this road, bro, I want to say as university to add what I don't know, it cuts straight through campus, y'all it cut straight through the middle of their campus and it ended at the band road, so as you know, homecoming is crowded for them anyway. And it's cars lined up all down the road, bruh. So if you're trying to drive, you're not going to be able to drive no car up this road. Somebody didn't tell this nigga who was in this car to memo, bruh. It's cars on either side. I mean, tight, bruh. Like maybe an inch or two on each side. You can't even open the doors. And this nigga tried to come up this road and turn around. And he quickly realized that he was not, that, that one move, bruh. So I bullshit y'all not, bro. I still got the video. This nigga backed this car up like a half a mile in inch traffic, bro. Any wrong turn within an inch, that nigga was going to fuck somebody car up. Like, it was going to be damaged. Nigga, insurance was going to get involved, all that. So, we were like, oh, this we hyped that nigga up, bro. We were like, oh, nigga, back it up. You going to back it Back it up. So, all that was straight, bro. He got it all the way backed up, man. I wish y'all could see this video. But he got it all the way back, though, and we were just like, hey, turn up, bro. Uh, at this point, I just needed to get to the car and give me a blunt. So I got to the, to the car, smoked that little bleasy, and then uh, we were just back at the band room waiting for the band to come down, bro, because we were going to link up with uh, my LBs and, you know, the rest of our frats, Zeta five from now So the band, they finally marched down over on the other road, and they finally got to the band room. And, you know, they got there. They got dismissed and all that. You know, they had to have their little talk. They over there doing what they do. Boom, boom, boom. They linked up with their alumni. And after everything was straight, man, we went over there with them. And, you know, we sang. And then we all linked up and squatted up. Found out what the move was going to be for tonight, bro. So, (laughs) uh, me, Richard, I think that's the last year my homie, Karan, was the uh, head drum major of Tuskegee, man. Y'all know Karan. I talk about him all the time. Uh, he is part of the Monastery Music Group, the half duo, uh, half of the duo, but we linked up with them, bro, and they were just like, shit, they gave us address, they were like, boom, 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 we going here, we going to pregame, It's going to be a party over here, we going to do this, we going to do this, and we were just like, nigga, bet. So, <laughs> we all got together, we hopped back in the whip, and we went to the little KK side, alumni house brother pregame we, we we pull up to the house bro and you know we got our bearings together everybody you know chilled out for a little sec and then everybody pulled up and it was it was all that's where all the old heads and stuff be at bro the young is the pro the neo everybody so it's the old head named tyrone bro it's his house man we walk up there, Tyrone, bro, he one of the nicest people you ever meet in your life. That man was like, hey, how you doing, Frank? What up? What up? What up? Just the old head, man. Y'all know who that is. We walk into the house, bro. It's a smoking session over there. These niggas over here playing spades, bro. They cooking brownies and shit, like gas, weed brownies. I was like, all right, this a bit. So we sat there, played a couple rounds of spades, played some tunk, all that, bro. And then we find out what the mood move moved within the beat. Man, there is this party called Levels, y'all. It's a party called Levels. And it's at the Towers on Tuskegee University campus. And my frat brother, uh, he was throwing the party on the second floor. That was his apartment. So we already knew if we really just needed a spot, you know, cool out. That that was the spot. That did not go as planned, bro. Look, we pull up to this party. When I tell y'all... It is thick. This party was thicker than a jar of peanut butter ball. Oh my God! We parked and we walked up there. Soon we walking up there, bro. It's like on either side. It's like a whole crowd. It's just it's a small little tunnel. The way you can get into this party, bro. We pull up to it, looking at the front of the building, and down there at the bottom, it was like just a pit, man. That was supposed to be the lawn of just the regular apartment towers, bro. The lawn flooded, my nigga. I remember I had to get through the crowd. And the only way to get through the crowd, bruh, was to hit the swerve through that bit, bruh. So, goddamn, who like, shit. We had to swerve through the crowd, bruh, do the whole dance. It took me two minutes to get through that crowd doing the swerve, bruh, because you just had to maneuver with the turns in the dance. We finally get up in there. Uh, we go to the first floor. It was straight. And then we get to the second floor. Man, boy, I got the video of that, too. Me and my nigga Willie was off in that bit, bro. We was in that bit so goddamn dope. It was so thick off in there, bro. And then, like, we was in the strolling out, out the blue. My nigga Steve, everybody was up in there, dog. And uh, then we went to the third floor. Third floor was a tad bit different. I thought it was finna go left off in the third floor, bro. It was so packed on the third floor. The floor was rumbling. I thought. I thought the building was finna come down, y'all, bruh. And, like, you can't hear nothing except music. Like, it's just a whole... Man, the whole environment was too much, bruh. I was just like, this this the shit I live for. That's a bit. So, we ended up turning up for a cool minute, bruh. The whole time, we done drank, like... I took a bottle in there with me. Like, the whole bottle, bruh. And the whole... Like, I had, like, three quarters of a whole handle of gin. And all that left. And I was just like, shoot, man, we got to go back to the car and regroup and get our lives together, man. So, uh, you know, we went back to the car and then we got out. We got our shit together, bro. And then I was like, hey, man, I'm finna go back to this party real quick. And shit, it was with it. So we went back to the party. And at this point, I ain't drinking no more. I'm just over here smoking. So I roll up me a bleasy, man. And I'm just sitting here enjoying the, 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 the view. Like, yeah, all my people, bro, them are black people enjoying themselves out in the front. No problems. Uh, I couldn't do nothing but a Bleasy at that point, bro, and enjoy what I was looking at. And, uh, it was straight, dog. One dude did uh, shoot off some fireworks and niggas thought it was gunshots. But, you know, ain't nobody panicked for real, for real, because we were like, oh, nigga, that ain't no gun. But... Yeah, all in all, bro, it was straight, man. Like, that whole deal was the deal, dog. Like, I definitely recommend, man, if you're in the area and you got to go up to Tuskegee, uh, go to Tuskegee Homecoming, bro. It's straight, man. It's always a vibe up there. Great environment, good people. Uh, The old heads, they always cool. They're alum. They're going to welcome you. And you feel at home up there, bro. I definitely recommend. Hey, that's another episode of the Red Room. Y'all follow me on Twitter at Applejacks94. Y'all be smooth with it. And remember, don't put on for nobody but yourself. See y'all next week.